1: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the province releases the latest clubroot survey map in Saskatchewan. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your genes. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepard at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy skies, 30% chance of light snow today and tonight. Wind southeast 20, increasing to 40, gusting to 60. The temperature steady near minus 14. The wind chill near minus 29 and risk of frostbite. Thursday, sunny skies, wind becoming northwest 20. The high minus 6 tomorrow. Wind chill minus 23 in the morning and minus 13 in the afternoon. The low Thursday minus 17. Friday, sunny skies with a high of minus 12, the low minus 16. Saturday, sunny and milder, the high minus 6, the low minus 9. Sunday, sunny with a high minus 1, the low minus 11. Monday, sunny with a high minus 5, the low minus 14. Partly cloudy Tuesday, the high minus 10. Normal high is minus 11, normal low minus 23. The sun rose at 857 this morning. It sets at 514 tonight. And the hot spot in Saskatchewan this hour is Maple Creek at minus 1. On the roundup, Estevan, minus 16. Saskatoon, minus 15. Swift so current is minus 9. Weyburn, minus 15. Yorkton, minus 19. In Regina, cloudy skies and minus 16. That's plus 3 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 31, gusting to 41, giving a wind chill this hour of minus 27 degrees. Humidity is 74%. Thermometer dropping 103.3. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, minus 12. Winds are from the southeast at 34. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 16. That's 3 above Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com The Saskatchewan government has released a map showing the spread of a serious canola plant disease called clubroot. A survey found symptoms have been found in 43 canola fields and the pathogen in soil from another three fields, bringing the total to 46. That number is up from 37 the previous year. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt says the map shows Club route is mainly in the far northern Grain Belt, but it's been detected northeast of Yorkton and around Saskatoon and Rosetown.
2: The map. Kind of shows us where we were looking, our concerns for Club Route, Jim. When you look at where it is in our neighboring provinces, that was kind of what was leading it. And then uh, in the north, up in the northwest and northeast and northern part of the province where we uh, have a lot of canola growing, that was kind of the uh, basis for, for the survey. But when we saw it where it was in Alberta and Manitoba, it obviously flagged, flagged it for us that that's where we had to start looking.
1: And what did you find?
2: Well, we did find that, you know, uh, you know, there's approximately 40 different fields that we found where, where the pathogen or the uh, club root was found, so we're concerned about it. I think this is obviously a, a good process where we are uh, finding it and getting a handle on where the, uh, where the severity is, and, and the worst part of the province is in, uh, is in the northwest, is where we did see it, and probably in a lot of cases moving from Alberta, or, or uh, in some cases it's crop rotation as well, Jim.
1: The map shows the furthest south is three RMs northeast of Yorkton and around Saskatoon and Rosetown. Is that a, a message you want to get out to farmers to be uh, pretty careful?
2: Yeah, I think that's really what this is all about. Is This is really an education and awareness process, Jim, that we want to really work with the farmers at the end of the day. to Obviously, we want to bring this disease under control. We want to work with the farmers. Uh, we've worked with the Saskatchewan Canola Group, and we've also worked with SARM. We now have six plant health officers in the province in each one of the SARM districts, so we're working with them so the farmers can uh, work with them and the RM's PCO officers. So it's, it's just a, a communication education, and there, there, you know there is plans that we can work with the farmers to incorporate, whether it's rotation or whether it's cleaning equipment or whatever the case may be, depending on the severity of, of Club route at that time. And so really, what we're really trying to do here is is work with the farmers and bring this awareness out so that everybody knows about it. I mean, canola is a huge industry here in the province of Saskatchewan, and it's going to get even bigger with some of the trade agreements that are coming around. So we really have to uh, be aware of all the possibilities of risk and how we can mitigate that risk, Jim.
1: And this is a serious plant disease. It can cut yields pretty significantly.
2: It can. It can cut uh, yields by up to 50% and we don't know the lifespan of the pathogen itself. It could be there forever. We, you know, it's new, so we really have to uh, work with the farmers and the landowners and with the municipalities, obviously, because the uh, club route is, falls under the Pest Control Act, so the municipalities have the authority to go in and, and uh, on land that is infected by it to work with the landowner to try and mitigate the spread of it and, and the challenges around that.
1: What does the map tell you in terms of expanded area?
2: Well, you know, I I think it gives us an opportunity to see what's, when you look at the north, I mean, the northern part of the province has always been canola country. We've seen a lot of canola growing in the last 10, 15 years. In the southern part of the province, I know in my own farm operation, you know, it's part of a three-year rotation or sometimes a four-year rotation. So I think we have to look at all the science-based facts on this, Jim, and I think, uh, you know, going into 2019, we're just starting to develop that plan on uh, how we will uh, do more surveys. Will we expand the area or just intensify the area we already have? I mean, that's a discussion we have to have. But I think with the plant health officers in place now, it just gives an opportunity for the landowners to work with the plant health officers and their PCOs to mitigate any of the risks that, that may uh, pop up.
1: The Agriculture Ministry says Club route is a soil disease so farmers should avoid moving dirt from one field to another. As well, farmers are advised to plant canola only once every three years in the same field. The Mounties are on the hunt for some rustled calves in western Saskatchewan in November. Police say sometime in November, 21 calves were stolen from a property near Prelate. Each animal was tagged and branded with the letters HE on the right rib. Leader RCMP are asking the public for any information that could assist with these investigations. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. The Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission says broader consultations are needed before any changes are made to funding crop research. Agriculture Canada and the Canadian Food Inspection Agency are getting feedback on two proposals, an endpoint royalty on all delivered grain or a trailing royalty collected on farm-saved seed. Laura Reiter from Radisson is the chair of the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission. She says the Sask Wheat Board of Directors does not support either option.
3: There's a concern about how the systems, as they're suggested, will affect farmers' right to uh, use farm-safe feed. There's going to be some big financial implications for farmers depending on how this moves ahead. It's a big deal for producers, and we really want to get everybody engaged and giving the government their opinions on things.
1: Writer goes on to say,
3: There's going to be a lot of paperwork that goes with this. It's an additional cost for producers. There's got to be additional value here for producers for this to work. If a new variety came out that was higher yielding, better protein, like significantly better, producers would take it up. And that seems to be missed in some of this discussion. They're looking to put this on any of the varieties that uh, were registered since UPOV91 was put in place.
1: Writers says farmers already pay for crop research through a variety of methods.
3: Historically, we've had the Western Canadian deductions through the WGRF. More recently, we've also had the Provincial Commission step up. We do funding through the National Wheat Cluster, the Genome Canada. There's ADF in Saskatchewan. There's funding opportunities in Alberta. So producers have been involved in putting money into varietal development and increasing capacity for years. So... It's not like producers haven't been putting dollars into research.
1: Farmers will have the opportunity to learn more about the two proposals to be able to express their opinions next Wednesday. An engagement session with Agriculture Canada will be at TCU Place in downtown Saskatoon from 2.30 to 4.30, that's January 16th. China has finally approved two canola traits, which opens the door for their use in Western Canada this year. The two traits receiving approval are a liberty tolerance trait from BASF and Bayer's TruFlex trait. A third trait, Cortiva's Optimum Gly, is still pending approval in China. Brian Innes is the Canola Council of Canada's Vice President of Public Affairs.
0: Farmers, uh, in many cases, have pre-ordered uh, TruFlex seed, for example, and that seed was being held until this approval was granted. Now that the approval has been granted, farmers will be able to take delivery of the seed that they've ordered um, and be able to plant these Uh, new genetics with these new traits uh, in their fields in just a few short weeks.
1: Innes says the traits will mean a big update in current canola biotechnology.
0: They're moving from a system that was developed in the mid-90s to a system that's very much uh, cutting edge. It gives them better weed control and ability to have better resistance to disease and better tolerance of adverse weather conditions. More yield on the same amount of land, which means more dollars in growers' pockets.
1: These traits were approved in Canada in 2012. However, they were not introduced to producers in keeping with market access policy.
0: Our Canadian industry has a market access policy where we don't bring new biotech traits to market until they're approved in our major export markets. And this is because there's essentially a zero-tolerance system for any unapproved biotech traits in the grain system. And so introducing traits in Canada without having it approved in our major market would create risks for farmers and the whole value chain. So our market access policy has been respected for many years by the seed developers and they voluntarily withhold it uh, from the market until we have these approvals that ensures we can export without having risk.
1: Innes says Canada's canola sector will continue to work with China to improve trade predictability. Saskatchewan has the second-highest number of organic farmers in Canada, only behind Quebec. Over 900 producers had 1.2 million acres under organic management in 2017, which was a 30% increase over a two-year period. Sask Organics will hold a Making the Switch to Organic Agriculture Transition Information workshop next Thursday in Saskatoon at the Western Development Museum. Marla Carlson is the Executive Director of SaSC Organics.
4: At that workshop, we cover a number of issues, and you know everything from certification to marketing, and um, we have some agronomic information in there. We control soil fertility. Um so it provides a a great overview of certified organic production. And we see it as kind of that starting point for farmers who who may be interested in finding out a little bit more about uh, what it takes to uh, farm organically.
1: Carlson says it takes three years of no chemical use for farmland to become considered for organic certification. Existing organic producers are being encouraged to complete a 15 to 20 minute survey by the end of this week.
4: We want organic farmers in the province to identify the challenges that they're having on their farms so we can help develop practical and sustainable solutions to address the issues that they're facing. So it might be, you know, weed and pest control, soil nutrient deficiencies, and other aspects of their farm operations that they're finding challenging. And then when we have the final report, what we do is we share that with researchers and funders in the province and beyond so that it helps them to better understand the needs of organic farmers in Saskatchewan and maybe can help you know, direct the kind of research that they're interested in doing.
1: The link to that survey can be found at www.saskorganics.org. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall's Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola gained 60 cents at 4.44.92. dollars Oats fell $1 at $199.76. Number one red spring wheat increased 26 cents at 2.48.29. dollars The rest were unchanged this morning. Durham $221.81. Feed Barley $20263. Flax 4.78.29. dollars Yellow peas two fifty-three fifty-four. And feed wheat one hundred ninety-three thirty-one. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March wheat is up four and three quarter cents at 5.72 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Wayburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Wayburn 842-4574.
5: Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland livestock mark report for Wednesday, January the ninth. First sale of the new year. A decent run here, considering the two nasty days we had, but the guys kept hauling, and that was a good thing. 2,500 head in the sort, 200 cows and bulls, a total of 2,700 for the day. We don't sell cows and bulls till after lunch, so no prices for cows and bulls till next week. But the feeder cattle, selling higher with real good demand. Some highlights on the steer side. What a great set of cattle today, top quality, listen up. 650-pound steers, 216, my favourite pen. 700-pound tan steers, there were 60 of these big boys, topped out at 204. 127 black steers weighing 710, they traded at 202. 100 red exotic steers, 710 pounds at 201. 800 pound steers, 196. 850 pound steers, 188. 950 pound steers, 186. On the heifer side, 500 pound heifers, 194. 550s, 189. 650 pound heifers, 185. 700 pound heifers, 178 and 800-pound heifers at 175 Next week, pre-sort January 16th is full. January 23rd, pre-sort is full. When we're full, we're full. My new word for 2019 is no, no. So please don't phone Harvey. I can't be that nice guy no more. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day.
1: And the Saskatchewan Pork Report is unavailable today. The weather outlook, we're looking at cloudy skies today. 30% chance of light snow. Wind southeast 20, increasing to 40, gusting to 60. Temperature steady, near minus 14. The wind chill near minus 26, risk of frostbite. Tomorrow sunny, wind becoming northwest 20, the high minus 6. Wind chill minus 23 in the morning and minus 13 in the afternoon. The low minus 17. In Regina, cloudy and minus 16, that's plus 3 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.